it's me, Jennifer Smith, True Love Scam Recovery, Narcissistic Abuse Unwound. Oh, you hear that rattling? That's my little kitty cat trying to get into the door of my studio. Hold on a sec. I'm going to let her in. Hello, Smooch. Come on. Oh, Smoochie. Hear me, Smooch. Oh, and a notification from one of my groups I participate in for something else I do in life. I'll turn my notifications off. We've got suit. Yes, we've got sushi in here with us. Did I say Jennifer Smith, True Love Scam Recovery, Narcissistic Abuse Unwound? Welcome back to another podcast. Today, what are we going to talk about? How about we talk about talking to them or responding to them? the things they say. Here's the dealio. If we are talking to them, we're responding from who we are as normal people. And yet we are not talking to someone who is normal. We need to speak their language to talk to them, to stop the madness. Like for example, when I talk to my cat, right? I could talk to her as if she's a complete human being. She wouldn't understand what I say. You know, we know that. A cat can't understand completely every word we say, but those of us who are cat lovers, we do know they can understand us. There's a place you get inside, in your body, in your heart, in your mind, and you go into a different tone. Like at the beginning of this, call me smoochy, smoochy, woochy, smoochums. There's research that shows cats respond to that baby talk, and in particular, the tone of voice, the sound of their owner, their friend, their human, using that baby talk to the kitty cat. And they can learn cue words like snackies, treats, smunchies, come up here, come up here, or whatever it is that we say. You know you have your language that you have devised and created naturally, spontaneously, to communicate with your cat or your dog or other pet that is very different from the way you would talk to a human being. And here's the thing. We don't even need research to know to do that. Why do we do this? Because they don't comprehend the world in the way we do. They don't have the language that we do. But they can communicate with us if we are the ones who adjust. Because a cat can only be a cat. A cat is not going to suddenly come out reciting The Little Prince in French. You know that book, The Little Prince. Don't know why that popped in my head. Do you get where I'm going with this? A sociopath can only be a sociopath. They have a specific brain, a specific and specifically limited capacity to comprehend what we are talking about. They do not understand our world. First, in order to get to the place where we understand their brain and can talk to them in the language of their brain, we have to do kind of a lot, which is be willing to accept that they are different. It's not a simple thing to do that. And I know that I mentioned that we need to do that for our recovery and for restoring our lives a lot because this is actually the only way. If we do not get to a place where we accept the possibility, at least accept the possibility, open the door a little bit, that this thing we thought was a person who we thought was cute and fun and our future is not what we thought they were. Just crack that open a tiny bit more, a tiny bit more, and a tiny bit more. Their brain is completely different than ours. A piece of their brain is missing. I saw a documentary yesterday about a young woman and her boyfriend who were serial killers, killed their own children, strangers they picked up off the street. As part of the documentary, naturally, the people who were the moderators were trying to figure out how did these people come out this way. 
something that was mentioned was that one of these people was premature as an infant was born early, which caused the moderator to say that it is known that the last months of gestation are when the parts of the brain that make us truly human develop, the parts that let us connect and care and bond with others and feel these beautiful human emotions of caring and concern and like and love is the last part of the brain to develop. On a sociopath, this is the part of the brain that isn't functioning. I'm not implying that a premature baby is going to be a sociopath. Science attributes that to microgenetic coding, the formation of this abnormal brain. But this is what they said in the documentary, and it was just interesting that there was an awareness that these parts of the brain can sometimes not develop. They went beyond talking about this as something that is caused by abuse in their childhoods, and I really appreciated that. These are not normal people. Along with that, they don't seem to me, in my personal experience with them, they don't seem to have the same kind of connectivity that even a cat might have, or a horse, or a dog, or a cow for that matter. Does that sound like a possibility to you? Have you experienced that where there's nothing there? Back to how do we talk to these creatures? Because I tell people we can maneuver them out of our lives by understanding their brain, by saying things to them, including lying to them, we can maneuver them out of our lives. If we don't understand this brain, we don't know how to do that. Anytime we express an emotion or something that's happening in our life, they take that, grab that, and as I've said before, that's like the tail of a cat, and they swing it. Yeah, and there we are spinning, still in it. For example, say one of them is your roommate, and you need that roommate to move out. You tell them you want them to move out by January, and they say, okay, or they're angry but definitely they give you reasons why January doesn't work for them to move out. So maybe you agree to February and February rolls around and they have an accident or they get sick or they lose their job or they tell you something's going on in their lives that makes it impossible for them to move out. And we respond again and again with reasonable things such as, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry you had an accident or lost your job. You know, have you tried to file for unemployment? And we talk to them like they're a human and we're and as if their problem is real and as if their real or not problem is our problem. You know, we're just going to be in it longer the more we do that. Please know those blabby, blabby, blabby extra words from us mean nothing to them other than give them the cat's tail to grab to swing us around. We're the cat in this little scenario. Sorry, swinging cats by a tail. I try to find analogies that will let something sink in or click in place that lets us feel what these people are because it is really, really hard to take in with our brain. Let's say you have this roommate, you want them to move out. You say you've got to go by January because I have guests coming and I need the whole house or because something. We give them some story about our own life as a legit reason that they need to move out. If this was a normal person we were talking to, this would be perfectly reasonable and natural and we'd talk about it and we'd work it out and it'd be great. They're not normal. When we say, I need you to move out in January, that's all you need to say. Keep your sentences simple, no more than four or five words per sentence. Repeat the same sentence more than once. You say, I need you to move out in January. 
and they look at you and do their sociopath thing, which is spin a story about why January doesn't work. This is what you say back. I need you to move out in January. The locks will be changed January 1st. And they come back with a story. Blah, da, 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 da. But I'm having this, I'm doing this and that and that. And you say, I need you to move out in January. The locks will be changed January 1st. End of. That is how you speak to a sociopath. And once they move out before January 1st, you call a locksmith and get your locks changed, right? Block them, get a new phone number. None of this is easy. It is not easy, it is not easy. This is just an example. What we say when we say it is individual. Email me anytime, jennifer at truelovescam.com. I give recovery sessions, guided recovery, one-on-one by telephone from wherever you are to where I am in the world. If you have a topic you'd like to hear more about, please email me, jennifer at truelovescam.com. Ask me a question. I will answer it on the podcast. This is Jennifer Smith, True Love Scam Recovery, sending you all good things. (music) 